The Competitive Contractor Podcast is brought to you by Shivendra & Co. Visit www.shivendra.com to find out how you can work with us to grow your business, be more profitable, and become a competitive contractor. Proceed on to the next question, which is a lot of projects have been stopped or slowed down due to the pandemic. What is the outlook like? Now, this is a very tricky question because I can tell you what the outlook is like. But if I were predicting how 2020 would have been this time in 2019, I bet all of those predictions would have gone wrong. So I'll use that as a disclaimer to say this is based on insights that are available, but things can change. But that should not be an excuse for us not to look positively at what's ahead. So I'll share with you some information that, that I have. This is information that I normally refer to when I'm trying to just make sense of what's happening. So the first piece of information I'd like to share with you at a very high level is key statistics. And this is from an industry report that Ibis publishes. So if we look at the last five years, and this is just looking at the overall construction industry, the revenue of the industry was $391 billion. And this includes 7.9% decline that the industry saw this year. Now, Ibis World predicts that the revenue projection for the next five years is going to be $423 billion. So for those of us who are worried about the pipeline of work, what this says is that there is going to be more work in the next five years than it was in the last five years. Profitability is about at 8% for the industry, and that's continuing to increase. The amount of money spent on wages is increasing, and the number of people who are employed in the industry is also increasing, which is a good sign. There are very few industries in Australia right now which will show these sort of numbers show these trends. So it's a really good place, a good time to be in the construction industry. And I've got a summary from the federal budget as well. Again, these are very high level uh, details, but it just gives you an indication of what's happening in the industry relative to what has happened in the past. So that's a good comparison to say, will the activity be as busy as it was? And the answer is yes, it's going to get more busier because there's a lot more money being spent. So government is going to be spending in the budget they announced that they will be spending 10 billion more over the next 10 years. The initial commitment was 400 billion, of which 14 billion will be spent on accelerated projects. And there's been a lot of discussion about the shovel ready projects. There's an additional $2 billion on road safety programs. And just recently, I was in a forum organized by the Australian Financial Review, where they, they so it was an infrastructure summit organized by Australian Financial Review, and the Minister for Infrastructure was there. And one a good thing they mentioned is a lot of these money will be spent in local areas. So if they're doing projects, building roads in, in particular localities, they'll try and use local contractors as much as possible. And the road safety got special mention because I think they're doing some projects in Logan where they use it as an example to say a lot of work was given to local contractors. There's $3.5 billion on the national water grid. I don't think there's anyone from the water industry in this forum. $688 million from the home builder program, which is generating a lot of discussions in the media right now on how people are using it. Uh, the take-up has got some question marks on it. For those of us uh, who are involved in the telecommunication sector, the government has allocated $29.3 million for the 5G spectrum trials. And this is in addition totally separate to what Telstra, Optus and Vodafone are spending or TPG are spending on, on the 5G trials. There's $83 million allocated for broad broadband work. And this is non-NBN stuff. NBN has also put out another $4 billion, which they're spending on increasing internet speeds, uh, taking fiber to the premises. 
In all of this, the government has also allocated $1.2 billion for the apprenticeship program, which means that the government anticipates that these projects will mobilize, operationalize, and there will be people required to deliver these projects. Otherwise, they would not allocate money for people. So for those of us who are in the industry and trying to look at what's coming ahead, there is going to be a lot of activity. I know there is discussion, a lot of discussion to say, yes, the government has talked about it. We haven't seen these projects come yet. And I, I have interactions with contractors who are on both the sites. Some were really slow when COVID was at its peak, so May, June, July. And now they are at a stage where they're hiring people. They're recruiting a lot of engineers, a lot of field workers. But I also have contractors who are at the moment waiting for projects, waiting for tenders to come through. So it will be a matter of time when a lot of these projects eventuate, but there is a lot happening. In terms of what looks like at a more granular level, I just took the example of New South Wales here. What you see here is that the, there's a lot of activity happening. I've tried to categorize it based on categorize it. This data is from the Industry Capability Network. So they publish a list of projects that they're working on, but they also give an outlook of projects they might be working on. So this is not all the projects. So the total project value of projects shown in this chart is 47 billion, only New South Wales, so it does not include the other states, but it also does not include many other projects that Industry Capability Network is not part of. Now, from this data, I filtered out defense because I knew there was no one defense in this forum. I don't focus on defense. So that's been taken out. So that's a lot of activity. Now, typically, if you look at the industry capability network, you'll have a mix of private sector and public sector projects. Currently with COVID, there's been a slowdown of private sector projects. So there's about 80% public sector projects, 20% private. But as uh, things, things uh, stabilize in 2021, the private sector projects will start coming up. So this is something that this data is available publicly. But if you would like to discuss this or require more information, there's multiple sources to get information. So we are able to, we, we can help you do that. But one thing I encourage people to do, and if they are struggling for work or they're looking at growth aspirations, but don't know where to start, is to have more conversations with industry stakeholders. So, and I always remind people that when never wait for a tender to arrive in your inbox because that's already too late. So through conversations, you pick up a lot more information, you're able to prepare for it. And there's a lot, you can engage in projects in many different ways much earlier on. So to answer what does the industry outlook look like, it's very, very positive. It's the best time to be in the industry. But I'll always put the disclaimer, given the experiences in 2020, that we have to be cautious about it. We can't take things for granted. So for particularly for small to medium businesses, we can't take too many risks when taking on large projects. Uh, there has to be some degree of conservativeness that we apply as we go forward. Thank you for joining us on this episode of the Competitive Contractor Podcast. If you want to grow your business and be more profitable, contact us through www.shivendra.com. Our commitment is to impact you and your business positively and be the competitive contractor.